Chapter 16 Ax, you hear? There's... Aximile Kala, my father said. It was his nickname for me. I couldn't believe it was really him. Yes, father, it's me. It's me, Aximile. I'm on Earth. I don't know how long I can talk. Not long. Is your brother there? It came so quickly, the question I dreaded. I almost lost the contact. I desperately wanted to see my father's face and listen to his words. But at the same time, I did not want to tell him that his oldest son was gone. And there was another thing I did not want to tell him. Elfengor, my father said. Is he? Father, Elfengor is... He was killed. My father looked like someone had punched him. He rocked back. I looked away. I had tried so hard not to think about Elfingor being gone. Somehow it wasn't real, till this moment. Seeing my father's pain made me feel my own. Did he die well? My father asked. The question is part of the ritual of death. It was the question he had to ask. He died in the service of his people, defending freedom, I said. This also was part of the ritual. My father nodded. And has his death been avenged? This was the part I had feared. No, father. My father looked up at me. You are now the eldest son. The burden of revenge is on you. Do you know his killer? Yes. And does his killer still live? Yes. And do you, Aximile, take up the burden of avenging your brother's death? Yes. The ritual was complete. We had both said all the things we were supposed to say. I am so relieved to see you are still well, my father said. Yes, I... I wanted to see you, I said. I couldn't. The connection was broken. Instantly. Totally. I was staring at a blank screen. Sorry, but you were breaking my heart. A human voice sneered. I had to cut you off. I spun around. A human! He was thirty feet away, and he was holding a weapon, pointing it at me. Only slowly did I realize that it was no human gun. The weapon in his hand was a Dracon beam. Standard Yerk issue. You and I have a lot to talk about, Andalite. Quite a lot. I was frozen. I could not move. The human controller was too far away for me to hit with my tail. Don't try it, Andalite, he sneered. I'll fry you before you can even twitch that tail of yours. But then... <whistles> Tobias dived from the top of the dome at full speed, wings swept back, talons raked forward. He aimed for the man's face. The man threw up his arm. Talons raked the bare flesh of his forearm, leaving red slashes behind. But the man held on to the dracon beam. Tobias flew past. Shreds of the human's shirt hung from his talons. I leapt forward. Too late! Freeze! I don't want to kill either of you Andalites, but I will if I have to! The man snapped. Tobias swooped away to perch on the huge telescope itself. I just want to talk, the human controller said. You're the one holding the Dracon beam, I pointed out. Then, he did something that amazed me. He knelt down and placed the Dracon beam on the floor. He kicked it aside. The weapon went skittering across the polished floor. Now, I am at your mercy, Andalite.
he said. You can use that tail of yours, or you can listen to what I have to say. With my stock eyes, I glanced up and saw Tobias. It's up to you, Axe, Tobias said. This is your party. Speak, then, I said to the human controller. My name is Gary Kosler, he said. Don't waste my time, I snapped, trying to sound strong and unafraid. That's a human name. That's the name of your host body. But I know what you really are. He nodded. All right. My name is Eslin359, and you are Eximile, a young Andalite warrior cadet, brother of Beast Elfingor. You see, I heard the last few minutes of your touching conversation. Beast Elfangor? So that is the Yerk name for my brother? Your brother is dead, Eslin snapped, and so is the one creature in all the galaxy that I cared about. Her name was Durain 344. And do you know what they have in common, your brother and my Durain? No. What does my brother have in common with a Yerk? Eslin's human face twisted into an expression of rage. They were both killed by the same being. This are three? As I said, you and I have a lot in common, Andalite. He struggled to gain control over his human face, but his jaw was twitching as he explained. You Andalite bandits did a lot of damage by destroying the Kondrona. There is widespread starvation. The most important Yerks, those in vital positions, or those whom the Visser happens to favor, are being shuttled back and forth to the mothership every three days. They get a minimal dose of Kondrona rays, enough to keep them alive. Do you expect me to feel badly? I asked. No, I expect the usual Andalite self-righteousness and hypocrisy from you, Eslin spat. Andalites, the meddlers of the galaxy. Do not anger me, Yerk. I said I would listen. I did not say I would let you spew Yerk lies. Eslin made a grim smile. I knew you'd come. As soon as I saw the new software, I said to myself, Aha! Not the usual clumsy human effort, this. An Andalite corrected this software. An Andalite who wanted to use the radio telescope as a Z-space transmitter. I've been waiting for you. I knew you'd come. And here I am, I said. I felt like a fool. Of course the Yerks would have one of their own people in a position at the observatory. It was obvious. I had been an idiot. An idiot! My Dorraine. We came from the same pool. We went through training together. She and I, we had been together for a long time. We were very close. She understood me. But I had this important post at the observatory while Durain was given a minor post. When you Antelite bandits destroyed the ground-based Kondrona, Visser Three moved quickly. He said everyone would survive. He said he had found a way. But he lied. Too many Yerks, not enough Kondrona rays. It was simple division. So he shuttled up so-called important controllers up to the mother ship. And the rest... Eslin seemed to notice the bloody gashes on his arm for the first time. He touched them gingerly. You Andalites must love this planet. So many nasty species for you to morph. Was your Dorraine one of the ones killed? She was expendable, 
Eslin said. Then he smiled. I've had some small revenge already. The visitor's favorites are shuttled up to the mothership every three days to feed. I sabotaged one of the shuttles. That threw off the feeding schedule. Now some of the visitor's friends are dying and starving. Like my Dorraine died. That's why we're starting to see controllers losing it, Tobias said privately to me. That's why it took so long. Visser 3 had it under control till this guy messed with his plan. Are you finished, Eslin? I asked him. I've heard your story. Is there a point to it? Ah, you want the point of the story. Yes, of course, the point. The point is this. Visser 3 inhabits an Andalite body, and sometimes he feeds like an Andalite. What's that mean? Tobias asked me. He feeds like an Andalite, almost alone. He has guards, of course, but they stay back. He is vulnerable. Vulnerable. And I know the place where he feeds. Why are you telling me this, Yerk? Why? He bared his human teeth in a grimace of rage. Because I want him dead. I want Visser Three dead. He killed my Doraine. He killed the only one in the galaxy I have ever had feelings for. He did it. And I want him to pay with his life, the foul, half-andalite scum. I want him dead. He calmed himself down, at least a little. He pulled a small piece of paper from his pocket. He placed it on the desk. Time and place, he said. You have a day to prepare. This could be a trap. Eslin sneered. I could have killed you here. You have your duty, Andalite. The burden of revenge. Your brother's killer. Your greatest enemy. You Andalites are great ones for duty. So do your duty, Andalite.